powered by passion. It's National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5 with your host, National Fixed Operations Training Manager, Corey Smith. Welcome to Fixed Ops 5. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Alongside me is Tim Pillay of Palmetto Consulting. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Corey. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being a part of the show. We got a great topic for you today. So 2020 was a fantastic year for dealer profits. Wouldn't you agree? Um, yeah, one of the best I've ever seen. Right. Margins on vehicle sales were up and, and helped make up for the lower averages on the fixed operations side last year because we had to shut the dealership down for a little bit, right? With average transaction prices continuing to rise and new vehicle inventory expected to be remain tight for at least to the first half of this year, if not longer, dealers stand to make a solid profit on vehicle sales again this year. So what I want you to do, Tim, is, is put your consulting hat on. Um, how can the fixed operations department think long-term to retain that customer that's buying a vehicle right now? For, you know, this is a first time we're really dealing with something like this in, in the modern age, right? I was talking to my father who's been in this business since the early 80s. And he references to like the time where the Teamster Union went on strike in the 80s, right? You, you had cars, but you couldn't get them to customers. Inventory was low. So you saw customers walking to your store that would never have walked into your store before. And it's yeah. because they need a car. And guess what? You're the only one that has it. For fix, that's terrifying, right? Because we don't own that market. That isn't our backyard. That isn't our everyday customer who's going to be coming in for maintenance. So for fixed, we got to do that a little bit more to set the tone and get involved. Right. I'm sure from the days of retail for you, it was always so important for us to get in with the sale. Right. We, I used to always ask my team, hey, are we doing the service walks? Are we engaging the customers? Are we doing those things? Mm -hmm. In today's world, Fix needs to take that upon themselves. If I'm an advisor, I'm working with my management team and I'm on a loop. I'm taking if I have four advisors, we're all on a 15 minute loop. Someone's getting up, walking the sales floor, shaking hands kissing babies per se, right? We want those customers, even if they're 30 minutes away, 45 minutes away, to feel like they're home here. If we have pickup and delivery, offer that. No matter if your store has it organized or not, there's no reason that we can't offer that to a customer and go that extra step to help that customer, especially if it builds that retention back to us. All I'm saying is in today's world, no customer right now is guaranteed to come back to us ever, really, right? With, with the third parties out there and how competitive it is. But in today's market with limited inventory, you're going to have customers coming out of areas that we're not used to. So we really need to have those customers have a feeling and, and some sort of loyalty back to us. And that's going to be key. Mm, that's I, I like that a lot. Um, so for many dealerships in today's market, there is a disconnect between departments. Uh, the sales mm -hmm. and service departments are all run uh, separate ways, almost like a separate entity on, under one roof. What are you seeing in the marketplace that can help uh, the dealership run as one team? So everyone speaks the same language. So look, you're dead on. I mean, that was one of the biggest struggles I had when running stores was I used to tell people I had four depart I had four companies I ran. I ran finance, sales, parts, and service because everyone was out to get each other, right? And everyone did this when there was an issue. At the end of the day, you really got to make everyone one. And I used to do that by weekly team meetings, right, where the managers came together and it was a way for us to figure out how to fix and come up to, with new solutions. It wasn't just how do we fix sales and I'm on sales. We got service involved. We got parts involved. Everyone put their hats on to try to figure out how to come up to a solution. I think even more than that, we used to do 
monthly luncheons, right, where service would host it sometimes, sales would host it sometimes. That we would have contests in store. We had we used to run this one contest quarterly that based off of CSI and SSI, and whatever team had the higher score by the time it was all done, the losing team served the winning team lunch. So they hosted and had to serve lunch on the buffet line. But you know what? No one was sitting there moaning and groaning. Everyone had a smile on their face and, and everyone was high-fiving each other. Um, and then outside events, right? Get the family involved. One of the biggest questions you see on surveys when you do employee surveys are, do you have, would you say that a best friend of yours works at the workforce? And the reason for that is you need those friends. You want to have those friends. Maybe not your best friend has to work with you, but it says a lot if you could say, yeah, I would consider some of these people in this, in this building to be my friend. So doing stuff outside of the workplace with those, whether it's uh, family picnics, uh, we used to do service for sales softball game, flag football game during Thanksgiving always. We always used to do stuff like that. And, and I, say, I say that because it's what made our dealership fun. It's what made our dealership a family. And I think people sometimes are short-sighted by that. And sometimes it's easy to put blinders on and, and complain because F&I didn't do their job properly explaining how the, you know, how the warranty covered things or how the service contract covered things or the tire and wheel. And it's easy to get mad at an advisor because he's making your customer jump through hoops. But at the end of the day, that doesn't fix anything, right? That doesn't make the customer feel better. So by us all becoming one and knowing that, hey, we're a team here, I'm going to pick you up when you fall down, uh, the customer sees that. And, and at the end of the day, that's just as important as making sure the customer sees that, hey, we're all one here. We come as a team and you're getting all of our support, not just you know the person standing in front of you. Man, I really like that. I mean, you have the, you can have all the retention and the, you know, here's a card and buy three and we punch the fourth one and you get the fifth one for free. All that stuff is great, but giving the customer a great experience really starts with, like you just said, everyone treating each other like family, picking each other up when someone falls down instead of sitting there and saying, not my problem. Right. Uh, you know, as we continue to keep 100%. progressing, um, you know, you're going to see a lot of dealerships become bigger, um, buying more mm -hmm. dealerships and to not lose themselves in what got them to this point is key. And I think what you said is doing some, some stuff outside of the dealership, you know, involving the family, because we're away from our families so often, you know, you're talking 12, 13 hour days. That, that's mm -hmm. genius. I, I really like that. Um, you know, what are, in your mind, what are three key takeaways from this conversation that we've had that um, the advisor can take away from it, the managers and, and outside agents um, or, or partners that are going into the dealership? You know, I, I think what's really cool with this topic, and you nailed it, right, when you were talking about, you know, buying more stores and all that, Um I kind of think all three of them are the same, right? And this might sound crazy, but everyone kind of has the same goals and the same objectives. They're just on larger scales, right? So what I would say is the three big takeaways is to continue to maximize every opportunity you have. For the advisor, that's new people walking into your store that they've never seen before. That's also new people, uh, you know, or, or customers coming into the store that are so used to switching out of cars that maybe are now holding that car longer because inventory is forcing them to. So they need to take care of those cars differently. 
maximizing and making sure that they're going out there and finding the business and bringing it to them, right? I sit there and go, okay, I had Mr. Smith come buy a car for me from 30 minutes away because his dealer is out of cars. Well, you know what? Mr. Smith probably has two other cars in his driveway. And if I do my job right and really show Mr. Smith how I can take care of him, I can not only take care of his car he just bought, but his other two vehicles with him as well, right? So think bigger. Think about how you can get new business that you've never seen before and taking advantage of this opportunity that we're in. And really at the end, you know, it kind of sounds funny, but, you know, nourish everything that you have. Sometimes we take things for granted and, and, and times like this, you know, in sales, especially, right, you're seeing record high numbers and, and it's easy to kind of put the rose colored glasses on and just breeze by and not actually take a break and go, time out for a second. This is great, but this is only going to take me so long. If I take care of the customers while making the money, it's going to keep them coming back to me. And that's the difference. You can make all the money in the world, but as long as you do it the right way, those customers are going to continue to come back to you and continue to make, and you're going to be able to continue to make money. And, and that's the thing, right? That's how I am as a consumer. If you take care of me, I, I tell people all the time, make it easy for me to spend my money with you. Make it easy. And as long as you make it easy and you treat me right, you're going to always get my money. So what, what would the key takeaway be for an agent um, to go into a dealership? For, kind of recommend some of this stuff just, if, they're, if, they're not, if the dealership's not doing this kind of stuff? Yeah, the coming from a partnership approach, right? You know, don't come in necessarily just thinking you need to glide hand and step back, but come in and help these people, right? If you're partnered with a great training source, right? Work with that. You know, I know National Auto Care has the sources out there for training on fix. Why aren't you going to your dealers right now and saying, hey, Mr. Dealer, I know you're making more money than you've ever seen before on the sales side, but service, let's get you some training. Let's get your advisors trained on how to pick up some service, selling B services that they never used to have to sell before because you're a high leasing market. But right now you can't lease a car because we don't have them. So guess what? Customers are buying or buying their leases out, right? Those are the conversations I'd be having right now. Help every department make money. And I say that for myself personally. I I just went and visited a store in Ohio last week. That's exactly what I offered them. Hey, look, we're making more money than we can all count together out of F&I and sales but let's really focus on service. Let's make sure service has everything they need, they're ready to roll, and we're maximizing every opportunity we have in sales and service. Well, that, that's, that's great, Tim. And I, I really appreciate you being on this episode about you know, retaining the customer and the key takeaways are perfect. You know, In the next episode that we're gonna have on the 20th, we'll dive deep into the importance of cooperation rather than competition between dealership departments and how a unified strategy that is focused on customer satisfaction and retention will help your store build a strong and profitable future. So I I truly appreciate you being on this episode. Check out the one that we have on the 20th. uh, That's going to dive into this even more. Uh, Tim, it was great to have you here. Uh, Love to have you come back uh, and enjoy the rest of your day. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Corey. It's always great to catch up and uh, talk shop with you and uh, looking forward to joining you again. Thank you for watching and listening to National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5 with Corey Smith, powered by passion. Be sure to watch and listen to the next episode on the 5th and 20th of every month.